Good afternoon. I want to first thank the elders for letting the young men uh, lead the services today. This afternoon, I want to talk to you about trusting God. I want to talk about this because I want you to have trust in Him that He will help you with hard choices. Our main text this afternoon would be Proverbs 3, verse 5 through 6. Proverbs 3, ver Proverbs 3 verse 5 through 6. And it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct you in, in your path. We'll be looking at three main points. Uh, full dependence on God, don't rely on yourself, and allowing God to be your pilot. The first point this afternoon will be full dependence on God. What is full dependence on God? Full dependence on God is letting God take full control of your life. It's like when the cookie monster is eating a cookie, he wants the whole cookie, not just half of the cookie. God wants all of your, all of your life. Will you please turn to Genesis 22, verse 2. Genesis 22, verse 2. And it says, Then he said, Take your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah, and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. In verse 2, God wants to test Abraham's trust by telling him to offer his son up as an offering to him. Now a little later in the chapter, in verses 8 and 10, it says, I'm, And Abraham said, My son, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. So the two of them went together. Then they came to the place of which God had told him. And Abraham built an altar there and placed the wood in order. Then he bound Isaac his son and laid him on, on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. Uh, Abraham showed his trust and full dependence in God by willingly offering his son up as an offering. Now we look at Hebrews 11, verse 17 through 19. Hebrews 11, verse 17 through 19. And it says, By faith Abraham, who he was tested, offered up Isaac, and he had received the promise offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said, and Isaac your seed shall be called, concluding that God was able to rise him up even from the dead, from which he also re received him in a figurative sense. This verse, this verse shows that Abraham put, all, put full dependence in God. He trusted God so much that he would kill his only son for God, and he knew that Isaac would be safe. Now we look at Galatians 3, verse 6-9. Galatians 3, verse 6 through 9. And it says, Just as Abraham believed, believed God, it was accounted to him for righteousness. Therefore now know that all those who are of faith are sons of Abraham. And the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel to Abraham beforehand, saying, In you all nations shall be blessed. So those who are of faith are blessed with believing Abraham. Abraham put full dependence in God. Oh wait, uh, notice why Abraham is trusting God because God told Abraham that in you all nations shall be blessed. Abraham knew that if he trusted God, God, God would take care of his son. This brings me to my second point: don't rely on yourself. Uh, will you look at Mark ten, 
verse 27. Mark 10, verse 27. And it says, By Jesus looked at them and said, With men it is impossible, but not with God. With God all things are possible. All things are possible with God. Therefore, there's no need for us to try to do anything of our own. Now we look at Proverbs 28, verse 11. Proverbs 28, verse 11. The rich man is wise with his own eyes, but the poor who has understanding searches him out. The rich man might feel as though he is able to do everything because, his money, uh, because of his money, but the poor man shows his wisdom with, in relying on God. Now, looking at Proverbs 3, verse 5, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean on, not on your understanding. You don't have to lean on yourself. You just have to trust God. It's like a quarterback that doesn't trust the offensive line. If he doesn't trust the offensive line, he won't uh, have a time to get the pass off to the quarter, uh, to the wide receiver. And uh, hit the running back won't have a time to run through the hole. So God's like the perfect offensive line. He, he's always going to protect you, and he's always going to help you make the right choice. This brings me to my third point, allowing God to be our pilot. If you look at Proverbs 3, verse 6, it says, it's, uh, it says, In you all things, all, in, you, in all your ways, accounting, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your pathway. So that shows that he will direct you in the right direction. If you look at John 14, verse 6, it says, Jesus said to him, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. God is everything. He wants us to see him. Therefore, we must follow God, God's word, and let the Bible lead, our, lead in our lives. If you look at Romans 8, verse 28, it says, and, he, and, he, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the, to those who are called according to his purpose. Things always work out well if we love God and obey him, because in the end it leads us to heaven. And my last verse today will be Psalms 119, 105. 119, verse 105. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my pathway. Trust in God with all your heart, and he will lead you in the right direction. God is our pilot because he leads us by his word. In conclusion, we look over the sermon and how we can trust God. We must trust God by putting full dependence in him. We must trust God by, putting, by not relying on ourselves but believing in him. And we must trust God by allowing him to pilot our lives through the Bible. Trusting, trusting God is almost everything every Christian needs more of. We can grow stronger by putting more trust in him in every situation. I hope I've, I was able to encourage you to trust God more than you did before. If you think about giving your life to Jesus, please come forward at, after the second sermon.